0: Yo, this is Cash from Don't Sleep on the Couch podcast. I've gotten a lot of people asking questions about starting a podcast. Well, look no further. Download the Anchor app. Let me explain. It's free. There's creation tools that help you edit the podcast right within the app or on the computer. Anchor distributes your podcast to several different platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Now to the money. You guys like money, right? Well, Anchor can make you money from your podcast with minimum listenership. I said enough. Go download the app. It's free. Anchor app. Or go to www.anchor.fm to get started.
1: Check your watches. It's that time again for another episode of Don't Sleep on the Couch Podcast. A podcast that's real. To the point, and we cover everything from sports, life, movies, issues, and relationships. And we even talk about that bottom dollar. Thanks for tuning in, and let's get to the show. We're going to get right into the hottest topic in the world right now.
0: That damn Aisha.
1: Aisha. She was a girl who wanted attention from another man.
0: <laughs> that was a nice freestyle. Yeah, man. yeah, I yeah. how we roll. Yeah,
1: but listen, not only are you going to have the people on the couch talking about it tonight, we're bringing somebody to the couch. And usually, you know, it's a male dominated show, but we're going to bring a female in tonight and we're going to get her take. Cass, tell a little people about our guest.
0: Hey, we got uh, Tenise, one half of the Get Into This Podcast uh we're gonna give her a call and and we just we just gonna get a female perspective on this aisha Kirby situation look at that pod the pod love man and y'all check out our podcast especially for
1: my lady listeners i think it's a female driven podcast so let's see how it goes man and ladies and gentlemen let's get on the couch let's get the popcorn ready let's get into this
0: hey tenise what's good Hey. hey
1: tenise welcome to the couch boo
2: hello how you doing is this being recorded
1: right now? It's yeah, being you recorded. Live. You,
0: live. you live. You on the Don't Sleep on the Couch podcast. You
1: on the couch okay, right
0: let me, now.
2: Let me, let me go ahead and edit. Let me
0: go ahead and edit. All right. That's my I asked. You good. You good. But anyway, so yeah, we talking about this damn thing that's been, you know, all over our timelines. This damn Aisha Curry. Hud has his thoughts. I Tenise, have my thoughts. Tenise, how you cool.
1: doing first off? How how was your day? Let me be a gentleman. I know, first.
2: right? Can I get an introduction?
1: I mean, we did. I, we did give you an introduction. We did. Can you wait for the final? Oh, you did edit? all that. Okay, okay. Wait for the thinking. final hey, edit. Rookie. But listen, you know, <laughs> hey, 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 <laughs> hey, <laughs> hey <laughs> pod to pod love. Tenise, how did
2: the introduction sound?
1: I might have to edit
0: it. Tell it, me what it said. It said. It said, sound, it said welcome, to the,
1: welcome to the couch. So now that you own on the couch, first off, let's be gentlemen. How was your day?
2: Um, I had a good day. You know, I am still very much a single girl, so I ran home to to be on this episode because I was out gallivanting.
1: Okay, well, while you were gallivanting, were you? did you feel that you were satisfied with the amount of male attention that you were getting?
2: I don't get male attention, so, I mean, I don't get any.
1: Oh, so basically, you, like, rocking with Aisha right now. Uh,
2: no, I'm also poor. I don't have what Aisha got going on
1: yes Out. and you know what i think it's gonna be a, a beautiful synopsis Let, let's just dive right into it i'm pretty sure by now you have heard the uh the red table talk confession stating that she does not get enough male attention when she has a whole husband three real life kids billions of dollars and a great future and career please tell me what is your viewpoint on how she responded
2: said in theory was wrong at all. Okay. I think that I think that the um clapbacks from women like myself came from previous statements that she had made publicly, like on Twitter, different interviews or what have you, about um women who wanted attention from men or who dressed in a way that she deemed to be too provocative or whatever. And now, she wants the same thing that these women have always been, you you know, searching for. Are you talking about
0: about the tweets from 2011?
2: Yeah, those. Uh I'm just saying, okay.
0: So, I would venture to say that you are not the same person in 2019 as you were in 2011. She has
2: not said it. She is not elevated. She still very much dresses very modestly. She still, her voice has still always been uh I'm covering up for everybody but Steph. So yes, now, it, oh, it, she has not changed her tone
1: until well, wait a wait a been- wait a minute Denise. Now listen now 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 with Keith you may get away with this. But Hodrico gonna come to you. Now she three kids deep in the game. And now she may have been very um holier than thou when she made these comments, but let's back up. You said you didn't see nothing was wrong with that she said in context. And that's where I got to raise the bullshit flag. How can you as a married woman who has a husband, a family, a career, and these things going for you and you say your insecurities are because you're not getting the attention from men outside of your home and you say that comment's okay. Now, of course, we all want to be desired. Nobody wants to be the ugly duckling. You know what I'm saying? Some of us don't have to worry about it. Uh, Adrico. Um... But other people, you know, they, they have to worry about these things. But you still would never catch me dropping dead saying, while I love my wife, I need other people to tell me that they love me too or desire me. How is that okay? If I-
2: Right. Okay, so let me let me say that I feel like human nature is human nature. Like your body doesn't know that you're married. Your spirit doesn't know that you're married. What you want doesn't know that you're married. That's what you're doing. So no,
1: the fact that you-, my body know. you that, Huh? My body know. It knows. I think. Okay.
2: Well, your body know that you married, but some people's body don't know they married, clearly. I oh. mean, you can run some stats on the divorce rate.
1: Oh, <laughs> Okay. I give you that.
0: I give you that.
2: Okay. So, I also think that Aisha being, you know, I don't know. How old is she? Like twenty, twenty nine, 29, something like that? 27?
0: Eh, no, nah, they're about the same age. So, I mean, they're about close to 30. But, I mean. Oh, well, awesome.
2: 29 is close to 30. So it's I, cool. I mean, we, don't fact, 30. we don't fact
0: check on this podcast.
2: Okay, clearly. Okay, gotcha. So, here, okay, so I also think that a part of what she's going through is being a woman who is being raised with social media, right? Like, I think Aisha still wants some edge of being like an it girl and being, you know, the girl who gets asked to be on a lot of stuff. I mean, let's face it, she's relatively boring. I mean, a lot of women are not checking for her. She's not cool. She's not, She. No, nobody gives a shit about what she's doing. This cookbook that she got going is not hot enough. So I think that some of this stems from that, too. Like you got a lot of a lot of her peers are, you know, they're they're cool and they're getting invited to stuff and they're they're getting a lot of press and they're getting this and she's not getting that. So I think some of what she's talking about will also, you know, play social media has a lot to do with that, too. She's she's not getting that love online.
1: You know, she's not getting that love. And I agree with you on that. But I think it's more so that, you know, think about her situation. She walked into. You know your your family is a brand. You have kids. You walked into a full fledged adulting situation early in life. So to me, I would I would much it'd be easy for me to get on board with somebody saying but she's just trying to live out the days or youth that she wasn't able to do because she was a mother and a wife and these things at a very fast pace. But that makes no excuse. So imagine this. I know you say you're single, but one day you're going to meet your knight in shining armor. You know, I know he out there for you, and I hope you get him to him soon, all that good stuff. Well,
2: you don't got to hope that. I might like where
1: I'm at. Okay, cool. I mean, (laughs) if if, if you cool... I've tried that
2: trick before. I'm good right now.
1: Hey, if you cool with it, do you, boo? Do you. But let's just say hypothetically... That you do find this individual. You gonna be okay with your husband if he went on national TV saying, why, you know, I'm with you, but I'm mad because other women don't want to holler at me. That's good with you.
2: No, I mean I, I posted it on Facebook. I definitely think that, you know, there's a double standard here. Like if a man said that, if he said that, it's he a rap gotten like torn to shreds. Like, it's a rap nothing. for
0: him. Yeah, it's a rap for him. So yeah, my god, like,
2: he couldn't have said that.
0: Yeah, my thing is, yo, just you could have kept that shit behind closed doors and, and that's it. And then the whole thing with how it played out with Steph coming to her defense and saying that's his wife. He support her and all the social media. What else was he going to say? It's nothing else he had to say with his. I, I don't think his image. He probably is, didn't need to say anything. Uh, yeah, he, didn't, but he, know,
1: didn't. he didn't need to say anything. But what do you think about this? This is my viewpoint. By him saying this, he actually, to me, hurt her more than him not saying anything. Because by him coming out and supporting her, he stays in the good guy role. He stays as the light-skinned Devin Savant. You know, he stays with that good boy charm and that that good boy image. But now, even with him supporting her, some of these people who are supporting him even look at her worse. Like, she's saying this and look, Steph's still not mad. She has such a great man and she just can't be happy. Because at the end of the day, none of us, not me, you except for Jesus know what's going on in the Curry household.
0: Yeah, and and that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying about that is that we don't know what's going on in there. So, he could say one thing. I'm I would do the same exact thing. I would say one thing to support my whatever I got to do to get ahead of this in in social media because she's getting slammed, but on the back end behind closed doors, yo, don't you ever you know what I'm saying? Like especially if I didn't see uh, you know this interview or whatever the case may be, because people assume that he saw it. Like he' busy, you know what I'm saying. He' in the middle of a championship run. I don't know when this tape, red table talk was uh, taped. Maybe he didn't see it. Like everybody assumed, but he knew
2: she was going on it. I mean, I don't, don't think. I but mean, you don't. It, he don't
0: know what she was about to say. Like I don't that know. She,
2: but it doesn't matter. I think the thing is, is that she some of this attention stuff like i said is her wanting to not be like his wife like she wants to be able to stand on her own all this other type of stuff so i think that when you run around here doing press then you know you need to do the press i mean i think when you look at relationships like beyonce and jay-z beyonce don't come to i mean jay-z doesn't come to beyonce's defense on every fucking thing like just be quiet like if you out here publicly doing press you're going to take whatever L that comes with that or you know whatever flash. He did not need to come to her defense. She knew what the topic was. It's a, it's a produced thing. This is not her walking down the street and paparazzi is attack, attacking her and she just randomly says something. They come to their home. It is staged. It is well produced. They know what the topic is. They do.
3: This it's,
1: is not
2: a surprise element at all.
1: It's not a surprise element. I agree with you because, like you said, at that level of television – there's no way Jada pickett Smith brings him on and does that. And to me, what made it even more alarming and as a big mistake is because you look how everybody else at the table—they literally, they—it's almost like the anger translator. What they said was, "You're not looking," or "Your radar's off." What was really said was, "Did you realize what the hell you just said on this damn production?" Yeah, they try to, to, they try to, so, they so, try to throw a yeah, they try to show us some lifelines. At the end of the day, I really think with her. Um, that's going to be a conversation for them to have. I don't think it's appropriate. Is it okay for her to want to be desired? I mean, it, uh, that to me can Every, be Everybody
0: wants to look good and, and feel you know, good. Exactly. I, I
1: feel it. like they somebody, you know? Some people have But more. what was
2: she supposed to say? That was the conversation. I mean, if you listen to... The, I don't know if you guys watched the whole thing. Yeah, we watched the, conversation,
0: the whole
1: thing.
2: That was that was kind of what the conversation was. Was, you know, uh, these women, not just her, but his mother, his sister, his niece, New soon to be sister in law and how they all managed to still feel like women in the midst of these relationships with larger than life personality spouses or whatever like that was the whole concept of the relationship. Yeah, but, so, e-
1: but even
0: like, though it, hello,
2: this was obvious. I mean, the whole concept of the conversation. Yeah, that's so what this I was said, definitely like, what she was gonna say.
0: Hold on, like that's why I, like, when we were talking in pre production because you know we got pre production. Pre you nonsense. Know we keep the trail. We but uh, we were saying that. Nobody really, I, I felt like this was overblown to begin with. Like, if you, because most people just watch the clip and then watch the context of the entire interview. So, before I wanted to talk on it, I wanted to watch the entire interview just to see it check the temperature.
1: So, but here's the thing even with checking that temperature, so I get what you're saying, Denise, and I do agree that that's what it was about, but it wasn't to the point to where you needed to go that deep. That's just like, You know, when I was a shorty, I I grew up and my mama knew, we knew if you did something wrong, you're going to get your ass whooped. You're going to get ass whooping. And if I went to school and somebody said, Trevor, how was your morning? Or, hey, did you get in trouble for what happened in school? I could say, yes, I got in trouble. But I knew what I wasn't going to say. I knew what I wasn't going to do. So to me, you got to have some type of, here we go, I'm using my military words here, some tactfulness. And when you're delivering that to the public, because you coming out and speaking on your family and your husband And it just wasn't a good look. But I think everybody can agree that it wasn't a good look. How they fix it from now? We can't speak on that because that's going to be on them.
2: I don't think it wasn't a bad look. I don't think, I can't, I don't necessarily agree that it wasn't a good look. I don't think it really is that big of a deal what she said. I think he is saying, you know,
0: like, hey, this was wrong. Yeah, same here. I really like, to be honest with you. So
1: if you both are saying if your significant other or your whoever that is when that time comes, says this comment, you good with it.
0: If I don't know about it, No, 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 no,
1: no, 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 you know about it. Let's not pretend like you don't know about it. Oh, if
0: I... Well, you're assuming that he knew
1: about it. He eventually
0: knows about it now. I'm just saying you're assuming that he knew about this and knew how the reaction was going to be. No, I'm
1: not talking... I wouldn't care He could have very
0: well knew about it and didn't feel like it was a big deal that she said it. I'm just... Look, I'm I'm just being devil's advocate. I'm asking you
1: how you would feel. Tenise, I'm asking you how you would feel. If this is your significant other, now i don't care. You ain't you ain't courage. Yeah. Okay, so if there's you're a lot of
0: me. There's a lot of things in the background. The way, okay, so let me
2: let my, my answer is two part. So the first part of that is if you I don't know if you watched the whole thing. I didn't hear if you said yes or no. But the way she delivered what she said was not like so impactful. We as the viewers blew it into something that it wasn't. Like it wasn't when she said it, she doesn't even have like a demanding or commanding personality it was very reserved the way she said it like very reserved it's just like oh I just wish people would like me like that's kind of really how I read it right and we turned it into this whole other thing so that's what I want to say part you one. Say men, Part one. 2 I'm is to answer hanging. your question Go ahead. Um, if I if I had a partner and they said that like okay <laughs> I mean I don't think that I would be surprised if I, I mean, there's, I don't think that what she said in her, in that interview was anything that he would be surprised about. I'm sure they've had this conversation, or I'm sure he knows that he overshadows her. Like, there's not a fucking surprise.
0: Yeah. So, and then that's my thing. Like, I gotta have a conversation, and everything is in in context. Whether I saw it beforehand, whether I didn't. I'm Steph Curry. I'm busy as hell. I'm trying to win a championship. I'm doing this. I'm doing this interview over here. Who knows if I. You know what I'm saying? I'm not keeping up with her her latest cookbook or the show or how the show went that day. You know, I I don't know. Like everybody's assuming that he knew this interview was coming out. He knew how the reaction was going to be, and therefore this, that, and the third. Like I'm going to have a conversation behind closed doors with my wife. Blah 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 blah. What do you What do you mean by this? And then we're going to handle it. And then if her answer is suitable to what I needed to hear as far as whatever that may be at the time, then okay. Then that's water under the bridge. She said what she said. It's in the social media atmosphere. It's going to blow over in two days. Period. Like, I wouldn't be... Yeah,
2: it's, I mean, it's already pretty blown over, but what I do think is odd, or not odd, but something to highlight is that with you all being men, you see what she said as a disrespect to her spouse I see what she says as a disrespect to the women who she has thrown underneath the bus for years, for years. So that's my issue with her. Like, you know, if you want to be this woman who is like super modest and all about her kids and all about the Lord and all about your spouse, then stay your ass there.
0: But But she likes
2: to throw women underneath the bus who are a little bit more provocative who like to be out, who like to be doing stuff. Like, whatever your brand of womanhood is, and that was my issue with her for the longest time. I don't, I don't like Aisha Curry. Like, she's not my type of girl, but her thing has always been to publicly trash other women who's not her brand of woman. She says this shit. I don't care how far back you dating tweets. You said it.
0: Again, like I said, this shit was eight years ago, Tini. So, like, you, you've changed over the last eight years. So, like... Whether she she still believes that to be true or not, like I don't I don't I, look I don't follow Aisha Curry so I don't know what she said. All I saw was the tweets were in 2011, and this is the same shit to where I, when I'm you know looking at racist statements from politicians or sports players or whatever the case may be when they're talking about certain things that they say, I'm like, well shit, that was like 10 years ago when we digging this up, and you know yes it was wrong, but at the same time people grow whatever the case may be so I don't I don't know if she's continued on that path as far as you know feeling that hey a woman that does XYZ you know what I'm saying so I, I don't know if that's been her consistent message since 2011
1: You know she's gonna give out messages. she's gonna change I do understand what you where you're coming from saying that you once degraded these women but now you're envious of what these women have and I think you're looking at it that way and I'm going to be real with you, you know um, I think due to the fact that you are single, that's why you're looking at it because you're looking at it from a single point of view. I'm married I'm, married, I'm like ultra married. I've been married for like a 100 years, you know, and I love every year of it. Love you, boo. Um, but with that being said <laughs> um
2: looking at it, I'm not looking at it from being single or from being married. I've been married before. I'm looking at it from being a woman. Like, my stance on being a woman is, whatever your your brand of womanhood is, is your brand of womanhood. Like, it's not my style to go out here and have a bunch of kids and, you know, be cooking dinner. That ain't my style. But I don't like come off and tell another woman that that's not what she should be doing as a woman. Aisha yeah, Curry publicly I tells other women that, you know, or has said and you know, little
0: creatively written tweets
2: that that's just tacky and all this other type of stuff. So it's not about me being single. It's about me protecting women and their choice to live womanhood the way they want to.
1: And I'm all for, you know, women rights and, you know, do y'all thing and nobody hating on y'all. But at the end of the day, you know, we can agree to disagree. I think personally, it's more so of a disrespect to her husband, but I understand where you're coming from, from your point, but it's going to be something that, like you said, it's going to run. It's, It's about to the end of his life cycle in the news cycle. So it's about the end of his time on the couch. So let's move on to the next.
0: Yo, so, yo, Tenise, we appreciate you coming on uh, and, you know, but uh, before we go, we're just going to give you a chance to to plug your podcast and and let us know what you're about.
2: Oh, yeah. So I also have a podcast. It's called Get Into This, Um, and so it's the same place you guys are. Are found so on iTunes, Spotify, preferably iTunes. You know, not too many people are rocking with Spotify, Spotify podcasters yet. And then also get into this podcast on Instagram. Obviously, I'm single, and my co-host is a uh, an engaged lady, but we still have uh, very candid conversations from the angle of womanhood and things like that. It's more of a lifestyle podcast. So, all
0: right So, so yeah, ladies. Ladies, definitely go out, like, subscribe, get five stars. If you get four stars, you're probably a hater. So do what you got to do. But again, thanks, Denise, for coming on tonight.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, while Steph Curry was shaking off Aisha at the crib, he was also busy shaking off the Houston Rockets. Yes, sir. Let's get to some NBA talk. Let's get back to our natural base. Cash, six games, a Durantless Warriors. Get it done, and they knock off the Rockets. Talk to me.
0: Man, I have, I was sitting there in disgust. And it, I mean, I keep talking about it week after week. Number one, I'm going to start from the top down. Okay. De'Antoni has a system that wins and they win big. But when it comes time to face a team in the playoffs that can ball to, that can execute, he does not know how to change his game. His he refuses. He refuses to make any adjustments.
1: Houston, we have a problem. And the problem is that style of play will not get it done. It will not beat the Warriors. And people say, oh, well, Durant's leaving. Apparently, whether Durant's there or not, they're in trouble. Don't get it mistaken. The Warriors can, with having Kevin Durant, they basically become unbeatable. But with him, they people can start seeing some cracks in armor. But I'm going to tell you something. I wasn't most impressed by Steph last night. That man, Clay put on a clinic. Because I was looking at the game sometimes. It was Clay in the game with five cadavers, as Shea Sharp would say. Because there was five people I didn't even know was in the NBA. And they still got the job done. Well, but
0: here's the thing, though. Huh? Those five cadavers had 30-plus bench points. Yeah. So that bench mob that we thought they didn't have, all of a sudden,
1: they got.
0: They were there. They stepped up. So, we got to give credit to that bench. That yeah, they did a good thing. We they got to made, give credit to Clay. Clay did his thing. And we got to give credit to Steph for having zero points in the first half and, and then, then banging him for 30.
1: Trey Trey. 23
0: now, in the fourth quarter.
1: Let's get to something else. James Harden, what does this do to his legacy? And what does this do to the illustrious Cliff Paul, AKA
0: Chris Paul? I mean, for me, man, it, it takes a team effort, man. Like, honestly, Houston could have been swept if you really think about it, how close all these games were, right? So, you know, in this aspect, this the team, I won't say they didn't want to win and they didn't want it as far as Houston goes, but they didn't have the support that Golden State gave. You see that bench had not really played all postseason it, when they were called upon. They did what they had to do. When it was
1: time to answer the bell, they rung the bell. And now they head to the Western Conference Finals to face who I think was going to be the Denver Nuggets. While I would love to see Dame, Dame Lillard get there, I think Jokovic and the crew and that altitude will provide to be a tough number. So I see the Warriors versus the Nuggets, and that's the series that's going to be over quick. They're going to get rid of that quickly. I don't see that going past five games.
0: No, man. So at this point, man, if you Houston, what are you doing? Like, what are you doing next year? Arr, 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 failure to
1: launch. Harden, it ain't working. Am I saying get rid of Harden? No. What I'm saying is the way the team is consistently constructed right now, it's not going to work. There's running gun, shoot threes, and dunks, you're going to need to play the
0: basketball. So, it's a culture change. Is that what you're saying? Or is I, it a personnel?
1: I think it has to be a culture change. Because while they are winning, they struggled this year. They started the season off and people was wondering what the hell is going on the with them. I think the
0: injuries played a major part in why they started off so slow.
1: I think injuries can play a large part, but the injuries are a part of the game. So, therefore, you can't rely on them and say, oh, well, this didn't happen because of injuries. Because if that was the case, the Warriors would have lost two games because they lost Kevin Durant. So, I Think you got to get rid of Dan and you got to give a different type of basketball brand in Houston, and I think they can be successful. Just there's a guy named uh
0: that keeps getting looked over, and his name is Mark Jackson, uh, time and time and time again. So, you know, I know I heard the
1: stories about Mark Jackson and what he used to do with his team and church and everything. I don't know what he did, but his, the man has been blackballed from coaching and from yeah, I want to know the real.
0: I want to know what's really going on. Like, was he why. stealing the church's money? Because you got you got guys, and, and don't get me wrong. Get me whatever. Monty Williams. Losing record. Whew. Terrible record. Five year deal. And Alvin Gentry. Like, it's a lot of guys out here who don't have winning records that are out, you know, out here getting jobs. Uh, you got Frank Vogel about to get hired by to be the Lakers. Coach. Possibly. He's the front. And do runner. you
1: think that LeBron will play for Frank Bogle? Uh, no. Nah. No. Absolutely neither. not. I don't think that's gonna be something that he does. So I definitely think there's some changes coming to Houston. But some more changes coming down the pipe is this Raptors game. Monday night, correct? I
0: don't know. You know, I can't fact check. With our
1: time, or we don't know. It's a Monday yeah, night. It's a it Monday night, Sunday, but it's another but night. Knows.
0: We in Germany, so excuse us. So, I still got the Raptors winning this game in game seven. Sunday. Both game sevens on Sunday. So, shit. If you talking about the Raptors, man, they at home, man. Kawhi going to do what Kawhi does, and they going to get it done.
1: It's game seven, man. If you like basketball and you like sports, there's no better treat than a game seven. And they get two of them on one night, it's like a double-dipper. So, that's going to be amazing games. But I still got the Raptors, and I got the Denver Nuggets winning to make our
0: Western Conference Finals and Eastern Conference Finals pretty solid. See, I got a uh, hmm. – I'm going to go ahead and go – it's Dame time. This is his signature moment. If, it, if you want to be recognized as a great, as one of the great point guards, it's time to do your thing. And I think Dame is going to come through in a game seven. I don't care about the altitude. I don't care about whatever other two is. Dame is going to do his thing and the Blazers is going to pull it out.
1: So, last time we recorded, you believe it, that
0: the Nuggets going to win, but what's, what, what's the change of heart? Well, I have to go back and listen to the audio, but um, the change of heart is, I just think the best player in that series is Dame Lillard, and if he shows up, like, I think he will, I think they win the game, man.
1: You know, I don't think Dame has a problem showing up. He's something he's been doing consistently, and I don't think it'll change now. So, what about that Toronto-Philly
0: series? Yeah, like I said, man, I, I just... Kawhi in a big game, I trust him over everybody else on Philly. I don't care how hard they play. Um, they they got the guys that have been there before, man. Gasol, you got... Uh, You know, like Siakam
1: is showing up. You got
0: Uh, Siakam, Siakam you got Ibaka. Ben Philippe is playing like trash, but he's on the team. So look, man, if if their bench can show up, then Toronto wins this easily. If their bench doesn't show up, I I don't know, man. Kawhi has to have one of them games to where it's thirty five plus to win. That's what it has to be in order for them to win. Other than that. If Philly has it close in the fourth quarter, you know, they may have some problems, but ultimately, I don't think Philly will execute down the stretch. I think Philly's age is going to come in and bite him
1: in the butt. I don't expect them to win this game, nor the series, and I expect the next series to be Toronto versus Milwaukee, which should be one hell of a series. Now. All right. Let's
0: speak about the, the big fish that are out of the playoffs.
1: Mm, LeBron James.
0: The Eastern Conference, uh, oh, yeah, about him. The, the, the boys that went, the Celtics that went to the Eastern Conference finals last year. Yo, I, I what, think, what do you think about that whole fallout? I, I think
1: this is actually going to be a very big dampering moment for Kyrie and his legend or stature or whatever. Kyrie has been um, one of his own team forever. And he finally got what he asked for, and his team is no longer in the playoffs. I think it's going to be tough on him, but I think, you know, we got to get all those things together and see what they can do. I don't think there's any way Boston keeps him. I think Kyrie wants to go to New York, but I'm sorry. I don't think it's gonna be the Knicks. I think it'll be the
0: Nets. Brooklyn Nets. Yeah, but you would say that because you don't want you you just don't want me to be happy. I and I, I believe that's that's what that is, but I won't hold that against you. So for me, man, it's like I think that team had too many too much talent. And what I mean by that is if you got everybody out there that can perform with the minutes given to them, then, shit, when it's taken away from them, everybody doesn't know how to take a step back and accept their roles. And like you say, shit, I don't know how to say this the right way, but uh, we all got roles. And sometimes they suck. So, you know, Certain cats weren't able to accept their role. I'll get to Kyrie's leadership in a bit. But, you know, after going to the Eastern Conference Finals and showing out, Tatum had a had a show out year. Ozier was balling. Yes, Morris, yeah. like all these guys were doing they were playing above their head. You know, and now they come back stacked, add Kyrie and then they add Gordon, Hayward. It's like, Here's the thing, Boston has enough
1: talent to be in this situation again, but we're going to see what they're going to do with it. I don't think Kyrie stays. I think he goes for what he sees be as his pastures, and we see how that works out for him, and the Jets are clearly.
0: Yeah, man. I, <laughs> like I said, man, that boy Kyrie, I don't know, man. What, what do you think about his leadership, like?
1: You know, when you make comments like "I should have took thirty shots," and you do some of those other different things, and when you go into a news press conference, you know it's all about what you want to do next. And I like, you know, it's I don't feel he possesses the necessary leaders to be a
0: franchise leader in the NFL. I mean, NBA. Excuse me. <laughs> Damn, you know, this is this this is the sacrifices you make when you're on the don't see on the couch podcast at uh. At 12 a.m., right?
1: Sometimes you sleep.
0: (laughs) What up, man? What up? What's going on, man? Wait a minute. We got somebody else coming to the couch? Yeah, we got another guest. Marty, what's going on, man? Marty, welcome to the couch, baby. I'm I'm,
3: I'm watching the three little pigs with the little ones. What can I help you gentlemen
0: with? The Celtics, man. How how you feel about the fallout from there? What, What do you think is next for them?
3: Oh man, I was just talking to one of my guys. He's a he's a he's a big Celtics fan. Um, you know, a lot of people think Kyrie was to blame. And
0: what do you think?
3: Uh, I, I just can't call it. It just oh my, I don't know. Honestly,
1: I, then what the hell you on the show for? What did you? So, just, what did you just look, look, come in for? If you ain't got no answers.
0: No I insight knew. and no nothing.
1: What what are you here for?
0: Oh, I know what you got an answer for, though. Hold on, let me get to it.
3: assessing the situation. The Celtics just had a bad series. Nobody stepped up. Kyrie had terrible games. Shot bad. But no other Celtic stepped to the plate. And, and what I think should happen is Kyrie just needs to start over on a whole new team.
0: Preferably the Knicks.
3: Ah, it, it ain't happening.
0: I will revisit this conversation in about two months. And with that said, right. man, we was talking, I was talking to her, right? And he was talking about how, uh, how he was so happy that LeBron was in Miami, right?
3: Oh, LeBron.
0: And formed that super team. And then we was also talking about group chat and how you so upset with KD. <laughs> So
1: let's let's explain. Let's let's dive deeper into your hatred for Kevin Durant. Is it because he joined a team that you already deemed as good?
3: My I so this is my thing. KD is a generational talent. He's too good to join a team that won 73 games and a team that beat him. I just hate to see someone who was so good who could take a team on his own join such a dominant team. It's just sickening to me.
1: So, I get that, but at the same time, the way the NBA is going, everybody's forming these type of teams. So, therefore, I don't think it's necessarily an issue. Could he have went somewhere else? Of course. But he went to a team that he knew he was going to be able to play the role that he likes. So, to me, the Kevin Durant you have right now is not the Kevin Durant you had in Oklahoma City. The Kevin Durant you had in Oklahoma City was a much more timid, laid-back type of guy who went with the floor of things. And he knew by going to Golden State, he didn't have to be the guy. He didn't have to carry the load. He was just going to be able to play basketball. And now, when you look at him, what you are seeing is a maturation of a basketball player. you see him coming into his own to where he has the gall and the intensity to say, do you know my name? It's Kevin Durant. So when you do stuff or say things like that, you've definitely turned the corner.
0: So to that, Hud, uh I would say that, uh you know, Golden State, like you said, already won 73 games. So, how how do you, you know, how do you go and move on to, to that after losing to those guys? You know what I mean? I know he's the, right now, he's the best player on the best team or whatever. But when, typically when the best player is out... This, this 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 kind of shit don't happen. Like they don't just go in there and still win Game Six on the road. I get you. You know what I'm saying. So that's I think that's what people have issues with.
3: And and my counter to HUD is KD won the MVP on OKC, so don't give me that mat. What, what was the word you he used? Said maturation. Nice. The, the, yeah. <laughs> don't give me that maturation crap. When the man was the man in OKC, and prop—I mean, he probably was more dominant because he had to be Mm-mm. when he got that MVP.
1: You're not—we're not—no, we're no, 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 no. You're not hearing me. We're not talking about his dominance as far as basketball here because I do believe he's elevated his game. I'm saying as far as his personality. Um, when Kevin Durant came out for the Seattle Seahawks, Supersonics, when it was in Seattle. Tell me, what was his demeanor?
3: Uh, It was more, it it was more reserved, just quiet.
1: Okay, so tell me when that, tell me when that demeanor changed.
0: When he got to go to state. That's when it changed. Because for the first time. he became the villain. Yeah.
1: He became the villain, and this is the best kind of villain you can have. You're the villain. It's like. The super friends of villains all join together to have a convention on how they're gonna destroy the world. It was like that Lego, it's like that Lego movie where all the bad guys got together, you know, and they're trying to take out Batman. So they're trying to take out the NBA. And he has no pressure of being that villain when he's in Golden State because you are flanked with Steph Curry, you are flanked with with, with Clay, with Draymond, and such and such. So therefore. I think it was easy for him to become a villain and get used to it because he got to do it without the pressure. Because in the beginning, if they lost, nobody would just blame Kevin Durant. They would blame the Golden State Warriors. Now, due to his play, he's elevated himself to the point to where it's almost it's, – it's, it's simple. It, it's vexing to think he's not the best player. And it's also silly to think that he gets any pressure because now you look at it. When he got hurt, they're saying – how would Golden State win without KD? Not how would a 73-win team that went and got another superstar win. They made KD the focal point. And as you can see from last night, Golden State can give it to you any way you want it.
3: Yeah, I agree. But do you think that it's fair that somebody with that skill set has no pressure? I just don't think it's fair. right like you he hey, ladies, no and person, person, ladies and gentlemen, ladies and
1: gentlemen, we about to break out with some with some couch with some couch information that everybody needs to hear. Marty, I hope you listening. You listening? I'm here, man. A uh, fair is a place you ride rides and eat popcorn at. Life is not fair, <laughs> so don't come on here talking about it's not fair that they Got a seven footer. You know it's not fair that I don't know the num numbers of Powerball. You know it's not fair that I got to go to work on Monday and, and I don't want to go. So. Don't talk to me about fair. Sure.
0: So, Marty, I, I want to hear you talk that talk about that that era argument we had last night. As far as Jordan wouldn't do this, but this a these guys and this AAU <laughs> behavior and all of that. Like I don't hear none of that tone. I don't hear none of that tone on the podcast. I wanted some of that same energy.
3: I mean, you you want me to talk about why I feel like. The the errors are different, and why I can't compare the players. And why you don't
0: respect the players doing what they need to do within the rules, within within free agency. He he went. He was a free agent. That's where he went.
1: Everybody gets mad because he didn't go to your team. Unfortunately, gentlemen, I also give y'all some other news. Carmody likes the Orlando Magic. The only people that like Orlando Magic is like him and Mickey Mouse. Don't nobody else like Orlando Magic, <laughs> so therefore they are gonna always be salty when it comes down to key players because nobody goes there. So what do you really do? They ain't been rev- relevant since Shaq and Penny. It's yeah. Actually, look,
3: hey, I understand certain teams have to draft.
1: They're great players, so <laughs> so the 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 great players getting together. Don't worry about fair. Worry about how can you do it because it's going to continue. It's going to continue this summer. But I will give you this. As a tall runner, as a tall team with these type of athletes, and when I say tall, I'm saying they're standing above everybody else in, the, in, the, in regards to competition. There's a clear-cut amount rushmore of who's good in the NBA. The only way this changes is when somebody forms yet another super team. So to beat this problem, you have to duplicate this problem. And it's going to always be duplicated. Now, to tag on to that error situation and that error conversation, it has changed because the game was different. You know, you can file somebody. I remember Charles Oakley. Literally, I don't think he ever left a game without losing at least four files. So, the game has changed, but I can't get mad at these kids because that's like my son got Instagram and a cell phone in high school. I am pissed that I didn't have that type of technology, but I can't get mad at him about it because that's just... The that's the way the game and that's is. how they
0: view the world. Like, and that's how they view the world. Like they came up different. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like you, you when you say the, the eras are different, you don't realize that these guys had to find out about each other from a newspaper. You know what I'm saying? Who was number the number one guy didn't know who the number 10 guy was on the other side of the United States. Or, you know, you got now you got guys overseas and all these different type of things that are that are that are coming into play. Or whatever. So, yes, they're 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 friends, but at the same time, like you want to go play with your friends, just like uh, with with the homie uh, Tate said or whatever. When you go to the basketball court, and I'm not I'm not trying to compare us to NBA players, but what I'm saying, I mean, you is, can compare me. No, no, we can't. You can't even dunk, and you like six four. But what we're saying is, ah damn, shots
1: <laughs> fired. Call security.
0: What we're saying, what I'm trying to say is, when I go. To the court, and if I know five dudes that can hoop, I'm trying to stay on for the entire duration of my time out there hooping. So I'm trying to pick the five best guys. I'm not trying to pick somebody so I can have a little bit of competition. I'm I'm trying to pick some killers so I can win. Well, what's different? What's different from you going to choose the highest paying job where you feel the most comfortable? No, no,
3: no. We're not gonna do this. This We're not thing with these work. We're we got to.
0: Care. They work, work right? To sport. We they just work. can't do that. They work. They work. As fans, we have this this blind thing to where we feel like these these guys that play on these teams have to be loyal to one city. They not from that city. These right? cities ain't loyal. That, that I'm not I'm not from Oklahoma City. I'm from I'm from the D M V area i from KD. These teams ain't loyal. Maybe ain't I'm nobody loyal. Maybe I want to live in LA. Like all these things kind of come into play. Like so when you sit back from being a fan and and look at it as a as a man, he did what he had to do within reason.
1: He did something that was legal, lawful, and ethical. So we have to support it. But you know what? We can sit here and talk all day. This wasn't planned, but I like to get Marty's take on this. Marty, we had our topic earlier. We talked about Aisha Curry, and we're not getting back into that curry sauce. But right. Marty, what, what's tomorrow?
3: Oh, tomorrow is
1: Mother's Day. Man. Yeah. What a what a joyful day to all the mothers. And listen, from the from the cast of Don't Sleep on the Couch, mothers across the world, I mean all well, of you, I appreciate it. We want to wish you a happy Mother's Day. We want to thank you, love you, and show you support. But I wanna ask a question. Do we get the same love on Father's Day that they get on Mother's Day? Oh,
3: you had to go there, huh? You had it,
1: to go there. Is it listen? On Mother's Day, I better come correct with some with a gift or or a thought or something. I better make sure I got something. But Marty, what'd you give for Father's Day last year?
3: Ooh. Oh man, I I don't remember. I don't think I got anything.
0: Oh, you got something. You got the gift that keeps on giving, apparently. <laughs> yeah. Same, same all, same all.
1: But that's an acceptable gift on Father's Day, but when I offer them on Mother's, <laughs> <Day>. <laughs> On Mother's Day, it's almost seen as if, I um, do that, that, you know what I'm saying? Hell, Marty, is it fair? Is that fair? Can we take that to the merry-go-round? We,
3: look, we can't. We just can't do it, man. You yeah. know, they say, you know, uh, I, I, can I get a little bit, uh, can I get a little rated off through the world, so... You know,
1: so, sometimes that's just a gift that we can. That's no one gave you need. permission sometimes. to go with that rated <laughs> <Is> R <our laughs> state, but I guess you just went with it. So we're going to roll with it, but it don't just, worry. Don't worry, we can meet him out. That's how we get down on a couch.
0: But yeah, man. So for me, man, I, I lucked out. You know what I'm saying? Because I was stressing today about getting a gift, you know, because.
1: As he waited to like the day before Mother's Day to figure it out.
0: And, you know, I also love that as well. But
1: not even love that. My wife, she's like, no, let me get what I want to get. And she ain't figured out what she wanted yet. And I'd rather get her what she wants to get. But one thing I will tell you, fellas, and this will keep you off the couch. Sometimes it doesn't have to always be that material gift that they you don't, give. They don't. Sometimes oh, it absolutely. can be the act of kindness or making the breakfast or taking out the trash. Or re- reorganizing something that she's been asking you to reorganize for 100 years or getting rid of something. Just those small things that show them that you care. But women, listen up. APB, this is an announcement. Enough is enough. <laughs> While we appreciate your day,
0: I want a gift. Well, I, I kind of get gifts. I can't front. Yeah, I get stuff all the time. Oh, so I, I, I don't, I don't even, like, when you was asking Marty what he got last year, I really don't remember what I got last year, and I know I got something. So that just lets me know that these materialistic things don't really mean anything.
1: And that's what it comes down Mm -hmm. to, the materials and everything. But like I said, we get gifts, so I get gifts. But it's just the way these holidays are viewed, and it's sad, especially in the black community, Father's Day is like, because there's a stigmatism stigmatism that there's so many bad black fathers that who cares about that day or who wants to celebrate that day. But I be damned. I'm in the trenches with mine.
0: It's a few it's a few now like I'm starting to see it turn a corner to where I see a few people not tr- purposely advocating for fathers that are in their in their child's lives you know what I'm saying so it is not all bad but it ain't all good quite yet we ain't turned that we ain't turn that corner we ain't got yet. that
1: get right but like I said mother's day is in, I honestly I think both the holidays are important and I think that having that strong two-parent household is something that a lot of people do miss. But, Marty, when I think of the two holidays, I definitely think there's a despairing, despairing difference. I'm using all my college words tonight. I probably didn't even pronounce that. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah,
0: man. You know oh, you just graduated, you know, right? You know what I'm saying? I just got a
1: master's, so I'm just giving you my little soliloquy. He got, he, he got his master's. I got my master's, so i give you my little <laughs> soliloquy on how I feel about these holidays. But I definitely think there's a difference. But, fellas, while there may be a difference, don't be dumb and think you can do nothing. Nah, get, you better get you, it together. You Marty, what? how about this? What's your plans for, for Mother yeah, Day? What, what did you get for your boo?
3: You know, I got a basket with a bunch of, uh, you know, spa no. and, and lotion stuff and tea, that kind of shit.
1: You know black so. boys don't drink tea no more after get out. What are you doing? Hey,
3: it's the <laughs> gesture that counts. It's the gesture.
0: Yeah. What you get? What you get your old lady? Oh, for Mother's Day? Yeah.
1: Listen, I got the I got her the eternal love and admiration of me. Um, anything that <laughs> yes, she God. needs. Um, we have given her three you know beautiful... She, she's going to hear this. Right? I know. I've given her three <laughs> beautiful boys um, that are excelling in life. And I give her the right to know she can give whatever she wants, whenever she wants. So I don't need a <laughs> holiday to know that she's a great mother. I know she's a great mother, 365 and 366 on a leap year, 24 seven and 24 eight if you added an extra hour. So therefore, what I got her is what she what can't be matched.
0: Hey man, wait, a, yo, you started off bad on that one, but like you came back strong, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, wait, wait, yeah. that's oh yeah, that yeah. was all oh, off the yeah. top. I love
1: you, boo. I don't want to. I don't want to be on the couch. Yeah, I,
3: yeah. Hud will not be sleeping on the couch with that na, answer. No, nah, he nah, won't, but, man. But I probably will.
1: Yes. Yeah. Because I think this basket is made up. I don't think uh, ne-
0: <laughs> Yeah, I don't I don't think he didn't even say it was bed, bath, and body works or whatever that stuff. He's was.
1: like, I got some spa and some tea. What,
0: the, what basket comes with? She can't sip her tea in the spa? Yeah. What you got did you get a foot a foot tub? Yeah, yeah. Oh man, he done going back to the basics like when he was broke. Hey baby, I'ma just I'ma just do give you this massage at the crib. Oh, Lord. Then, that's how you it get is. in trouble. Damn. But, yo, Marty, thanks for joining the podcast, man. Hey, thank you for having me,
1: fella. Man, always good to have guests, man. As y'all can see. And if you want to be a guest, get at us, man. You know, we on Instagram at DSC Podcast and Twitter at Podcast. We have an email, don't sleep on the couch podcast at gmail.com. Let us know if you want to come on. Well, you know what I'm saying? Talk about it in pre-production and you never know. You could be the next voice.
0: And before we end, just want to say happy birthday to my pops. Happy 56th birthday. Uh, Thanks for always being in my life. Thanks for supporting me, man. About to give you a call right after this so we can FaceTime and talk all the crap we're going to talk. And I can give you all the old jokes I got to give you, man. But uh, appreciate you for always being there. Appreciate you for being unperfect. So to show me, you know, that this, this daddy and thing isn't a perfect. You ain't got to be a perfect person. But I love you, man. Enjoy Vegas, enjoy LA enjoy going back home and uh, you know I'll give you a call soon man, I love you man
1: and thank you for tuning in to another episode of Don't Sleep On The Couch Podcast, we can be hit up on Twitter, Instagram at DSC underscore podcast, want to send us an email you can do that too at don't sleep on the couch podcast at gmail.com thanks for tuning in get off that couch